following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And the NFL season is stronger than ever before. And right now, new customers can bet $5 on any game this week and score $200 instantly in bonus bets. All you have to do is use code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests, Superfly Hayes. He is our executive producer, a busy man. Hammer and Hank Hayes had tears rolling down his cheeks when he looked up at the Ford Field scoreboard and the Lions were victorious 42-24 over Carolina. That score is misleading. They rocked them when it mattered, blew them out of the water. Lions now head to Tampa on Sunday, 425 p.m. kickoff. You know, the Cowboys get embarrassed last night, and I know the Eagles won. Lions are the third best team in the NFC. I guess they're playing Tampa for that on Sunday. They just, all these injuries, which next man up. Mosley goes out after two plays. Next man up. They lost CJ earlier in the season. Next man up. No Branch. Next man up. No St. Brown. Next man up. No Gibbs. Next man up. I'm telling you, and I said it all summer to those of you that listen to me, which, you know, is a good 0.8% of you, that their depth is unlike any other Lions roster I've ever seen. And Hammer and Hank had those tears flowing and Superfly and his uncle from the thumb and Magic Man were all there. And he goes, Paul, because he still says Paul like it's Little House on the Prairie. Paul, why are you crying? He says, because Huge was right. They all gathered in a hug. And they were leaving Ford Field. Chanting, Huge is right. Huge is right. Then all of a sudden, everybody lined up like cattle on their way to a beef house in Nebraska. Huge is right. Huge is right. Brett FaceTime me. I saw a pop up, said FaceTime, Superfly. And he looked at me. I'm trying to get the audio, be able to transfer over. You were right. First time he's ever said that in over five years. First time. Doesn't it feel good on Monday, Sunday nights when the Lions are winning, doesn't it? 
Can you feel it? Mm. And then Michigan, I just saw on CBS Sports, top 133 plus one. They have went past Georgia as the top team in college football in America. It was a pedestrian butt-kicking of Minnesota, kind of like the Lions. You never thought there was any chance they would lose going in or during the game. And the Michigan depth and the Michigan defense and the speed to the ball and J.J. McCarthy still throwing John Elway like rockets too much. But that's on the road at Nebraska, at Minnesota. And I know I'm getting some fans who hate Michigan who are coming back at me when I said that's big boy football, what they've done the last two weeks in Lincoln and Minneapolis. Big boy football. It's what you see Alabama do on the road. It's what you see Georgia do on the road. I'm not ready to put Michigan in front of Georgia, and I'm talking about Alabama back in the day. Man, when you go on the road and you silence the crowd, I don't care if it's a bad team or good team because we've seen Ohio State struggle on the road a lot in the Big Ten. And we've seen Michigan in previous years, beyond the last two championship seasons, struggle on the road. Championship teams take care of business and put the other team out of the game in a hurry. Think about that. What is that? What's that number? Is it 97, 17? Is that it? The last two weeks? Am I right on that? Mm. So now you look at their schedule. Indiana this week. Then Michigan, Michigan State. I, my God, you're hearing on the secondary ticket market that all the Spartan fans are selling their tickets, that that could be a sea of maize and blue and green and white country. Superfly came up to me before the show started. He said, hey, I'm hearing everyone I know that has Michigan State tickets are selling them because they're getting big money. Please, Huge, tell me. It isn't so. I go, kid. I think that might be 80% Michigan fans in Spartan Stadium. Superfly went, really? I go, yeah. He goes, what can we do? There's nothing. There comes a point when you're in a sports war that as you look over the hill and you see the enemy coming, you cannot stop them. You open your gates and you say, welcome. And then Michigan State fans are coming at me like I'm biased. Really? So is CBS Sports biased for putting Michigan at number one ahead of Georgia? No, but I'm the only biased guy. Doesn't bother me. You may hear a occasional Costanza-like pitch from the legendary TV show Seinfeld. I would be lying if it totally doesn't bother me. But with you, my wonderful audience, I'll try and be strong and say, it really doesn't matter. But when you kind of hear that, you can hear my teeth clenching together. No, I'm not okay. Really? And I'm like at the Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern, Grand Rapids Catholic Central game. I met a lot of Michigan State fans from Grand Rapids Catholic Central where my son Ace and his team, a valiant effort in the first half. 
They stayed in the game because they were just pounding the football, pushing Catholic around. Only trailed by seven, and then the third quarter was straight out of what could go wrong, did go wrong, pouring rain. It went from, hey, man, we're with one of the toughest programs in America, and we're at home, and we're getting the ball to start the second half. We only lost to three or by three to Grand Rapids South Christian. This is the same M.O. We're going to be in this game. And then the third quarter from hell happened. That was it. What could go wrong did go wrong. Key penalty, sack, had to throw the ball, block punt, touchdown pass. And I will tell you, when your kids are playing in games where it's bad weather, you don't feel the weather until you're starting to get murdered. I can't feel my toe. Touchdown, Catholic Central. I can't feel two fingers. Touchdown, Catholic Central. Dixon, that running back. Oh, my Lord. He, he, and some are like, oh, he's not the best ever in high school, man. I said, he's one, one of the best I've ever seen from Grand Rapids Catholic Central. And then once we're down big, we're out of our game. So you got to go against all your strengths, try and throw the football around, 49-14 final, outscored 28. Actually, they we had made it 14-14. First half, seriously. Grand Rapids Catholic Central fans were quiet. I know a lot of people are like, man, your lines offensively and defensively are just getting after you. Your running backs are tough. It was in the trenches football. Well, when you're behind, it just... It, It was the first and second half. As I told the players and coaches, I said this. You have a blueprint on how you can hang with the greatest teams in the first half, and in the second half, you have the blueprint on what you can't do. People are like, are you calling out your own son's team? Take it for what it is. I tell it like it is. Some people can't handle it. You can handle the truth. Coaches are good coaches. We have a ton of talent. How do you hang around with a great team like that? Pouring rain, too. Just God awful. The whole night coming in, the weather, you know, cheerleading teams in a canoe. Band had two kids that needed to be resuscitated with CPR because they were drowning from water coming in their tubas. It wasn't the greatest senior night. That band's just playing. Water's coming down like there's a helicopter like for a Colorado fire with a bucket just unleashing it. Hey, isn't high school sports or any sport the Lions learning how to win, right? Look at last night. Michigan learning how to not allow a team to get into the game at all on the road. Nebraska, Minnesota, it's pretty simple in sports. And we had a fabulous first half. You know what? We played the number one team in the state or close to it. Freeland might be one in Division Four in Grand Abbott South Christian. Great team, great program. Todd Colster, one of the best high school coaches I've ever seen. Grand Rapids Catholic Central. Six out of the eight quarters were there. Problem is... In about a six-minute period, 
Boom. But your kids have to learn, right? My son's a junior. You got to learn. You don't want that. Your coaches, you got to learn. You got to play your best guys. You do. High school sports aren't about participation. I do. That does bother me where I see that happening a lot lately. Well, we're going to play as many kids as we can. Or coaches at other schools are told, well, you need to play all your players, and they just walk. That's not a lesson. You got to earn being on the field, you got to earn a spot. So, besides that, the Grand Rapids Catholic Central second half hasn't bothered me at all. I'm, I'm good with it. I'm fine. It is high school sports. I'm extremely proud of my son. I am. And, and, the, and his teammates. They, that first half, that first six minutes of the second half when they're driving, they played their butts off. And then it unraveled. And it just really unraveled like quick. I mean, my God, I started to ask the school, is there any way you guys can do an open bar? You know, they're five and two. I have to tell the parents you can't win every game. But when I become the parent and the voice of reason, I walk away from those meetings saying, how in the hell was I chosen to be the voice of reason? We have a lot of talent. We're still a work in progress. We did lose our stud QB who decided to focus on baseball. More power to him. I think Superfly out of playoff points, we're still like number 11 in the state in Division Four. So we're having a good year. It's just a, a game where it looked like at halftime you might have a chance. I didn't think we were going to win, but a chance where you might take this into the fourth quarter against one of the great teams in the state of Michigan. And you had it. That's all. I wish the coaches would let me give Post-game speeches. Could you imagine Superfly me giving post-game speeches in locker rooms? High school level? Oh, my God. It'd be like, say I'm coaching down at Kalamazoo High School, right? And I'm the coach, and it's post-game, and we blew a big lead and lost in the second half. I'd say, you know what, guys? It's not about the scoreboard. But I'd like all of you to turn your equipment in. You're done. I appreciate the effort. But, Coach, we're going to have nobody for the rest of the year. Chances are we'll be better with nobody on the field than we were in that second half. Uh, Bill, hello. This is HR. We want to talk to you about your speech to the team. Did you tell all of them to turn their equipment in? Yes, I did. Do you understand that you won't have a team? Yes, I do, but we still might have a better chance of winning. I can't, I could coach my kids, Superfly. I'm too competitive. It's nothing personal against anybody, anything, any sport, anywhere, any level. Lions, I've been through it all. I'm just too competitive. I expect greatness all the time, not mediocrity. And then someone said, do you look in the mirror? (laughs) I just, I'm too, and I tried to, I told the story when I coached my kids in a three-on-three indoor mini soccer tournament 
when they were like seven and eight. And I don't know how it spiraled this way, but it went from legend kicking me in the shins because I took him out in the final two minutes. When the other coach scored the tie and goal, he goes, that's huge. That's a huge goal. And I'm like, dude, we need to go to the parking lot right now. We need to go to the parking lot. Yep. We need to go to the parking lot. Oh, my gosh. That way, I've never coached any of my kids. I swear to God. After that, I never, not, I, and I'm not the crazy parent. I do speak my mind about how my kids are coached, and I'll speak my mind about effort with my own children, not other kids. I don't comment on other kids to their face or behind their back. But I, I do speak my mind. That's what I, I do for a living, and I do in person. Oh, it, it, was, it was such a good buildup. It's what is really good about high school sports. All of you know it. it, it players, coaches, uh, parents, uncles, aunts, grandparents, you know that the lead-up, the buildup is so, it's such a cool part of it. And, and our program has gotten to a point, and like anything, you say, okay, what's that next hump? How do you get over winning those big games? And I've seen Coach Swander when the COVID year was there. We went all the way to the quarterfinals, led Cadillac. Cadillac went to the state championship, and we really became a different team in the playoffs. It was the most unbelievable season I've ever had connected to sports, doing those games on the internet with Bobby Mitchell, the former Grand Valley tight end. His brother Pete played with Jacksonville out of Boston College, Birmingham Brother Rice. Funnest year I ever had. And they were really an average team during the year. I thought they're going to get blown out. Me and Bobby did in their first playoff game, and they won three in a row. Beat Allendale, Spring Lake, and Whitehall all on the road. Led Cadillac 21 7, and, and that didn't play that game until like the third week of January because that was COVID year. And lost it. I had just high school sports. I'll say this: all of you know this. Who have coached? Who still coach? Who have played? Who currently are playing? One mistake can the game can be over. I know that can happen in any sport, but usually college pros they can find a way to recover. In high school, you make a mistake and it just boom, the game can flip in a hurry. But I do love high school sports, and you know that. That's why we bring Mark Ewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, in studio. And I do love our coaching staff at FHE. I respect Todd Colster. I love Whitney Bell in Caledonia. They're going through injury issues, and they're, these kids fight through it. I see what my son and other kids do to play with some pain, and I just admire the hell out of him for what he does. And yeah, the coaches aren't perfect. The players aren't perfect. The nights aren't always beautiful, sunny, 80-ish, pouring rain, and they find a way through the elements. And it's halftime in a big game, and they're there. And then it, boom, just hits you in the third quarter. But I love high school sports. I really do. I think football, football and basketball stand apart because there's – and especially football, there's a physical element that maybe in wrestling you get, and a little bit in hockey or lacrosse. But football, there are a lot of kids that have to play through pain. 
There are a lot of kids who are nicked up, banged up, and the life lesson through football is the toughness. It just is. And it's nothing against any other high school sport. It's not. There, There's a side of it that, you know, you get nine regular season shots. You hope you make the playoffs. You hope you have a playoff run. It's not, you know, there's no off-season club where you're going to play 20 more games that year. There's, there's something because of Friday night, it's so big. It feels big. And when you get a big game. And, man, that first half and how we countered and just, it was beautiful. It was surreal. And then the second half was, let's give Grand Rapids Catholic Central credit. My God, they're just a powerhouse program. But, as you can tell, I'm over it. It was awesome to watch Michigan with Russ and the crew and how good they looked. Just a great Saturday of college football where Ohio State, if Maryland took care of business early, they could have put Ohio State and that crowd out of the game. They didn't do it. It's like Eminem at the Lions game. Yeah, go ahead, Chiefs. You got Taylor Swift. We got Eminem. And the Lions are going to get more than one shot. They are. I love that guy. I do. No one did my movie, 13 Mile in Sparta. They did 8 Mile for Eminem. I know I was working with a deal to take me back to my day when I first started rapping on 13 Mile in Sparta. Apple farmers would chuck apples at me because I'd be rapping. Trying to pick apples while I'm rapping. Like I'm picking... And it's chinking. It's finger licking. I don't know how the movie never got made. <laughs> I have no idea. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com will join us coming up next. We'll get his thoughts on Michigan's domination. In Minneapolis. Also, Jeff Risden from Lions Wire and Draft Wire. He is one of our Lions NFL insiders. We'll break down the Carolina game, talk about the Lions injuries, the coaches, Campbell's post game speech, look ahead to the matchup with 3 and 1 Tampa on Sunday. You got Packers tonight against the Raiders in Vegas, NFC North. Man, need the Packers to lose. Chiefs beat the Vikings. Lions could have this put away like by the bye week. So a lot to get to. Uh, if you have a Lions comment or question, our huge question of the day is always the good and bad. So good and bad for Michigan's win over Minnesota, crushing them. I don't know if there's any bad. And the Lions, I again, losing Mosley, another injury might be the only bad. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Detroit to Petoskey. 
This show is huge. And now to the chopper for our traffic report. There's a lot of traffic. It must be headed to Meyer for the buy five, save five dollars sale. Shop Deli Fresher Carving Board Lunch Meat, General Mills Family Size Cereal, and Pepperidge Farm Goldfish. All buy five, save five dollars. Mix or match at Meyer. <laughs> okay. Deals so good, you've just got to talk about them. Meyer exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my good friend, Matt Golden. Now, he's a CEO and GM at the Tullymore Golf Resort. They're in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And fall golf is here, and they have some huge deals you can take advantage of on stay-and-play packages, tee times, and more. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. Also, if you want to book a Christmas party for the holidays, you want to squeeze in a business meeting, with some golf and great food and beverages. Matt Golden and his team can take care of you right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're also booking big groups who want stay and play packages, or maybe you just want to look ahead to the perfect weekend in 2024. Remember, Tullymore is less than an hour north of GR in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Book your stay and play package or get more info now at TullymoreGolf.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's pumpkin coin toss, and you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m., and two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for pumpkin coin toss, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my good friends at Urban U. They are Michigan's number one med spa. They provide services to men and women in the greater Grand Rapids and Detroit metro areas. Also, their laser services are very important and essential for men and women as you age. And no matter what you're doing during the summer, whether it's sports, whether it's just hanging out on the dock or on the beach, laser can knock out signs of aging. Laser improves sun damage, wrinkles, and skin texture with little to no downtime. And also during the month of October, you can save $250 on laser by booking with Urban U. Go to theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Rivalry week is next week. On the Huge Show of the Michigan Sports Network, we're going to kick it off with our annual Huge Rivalry Cup where two-person Michigan and Michigan State teams square off against each other in a Ryder Cup-like format. Three nine-hole matches, alternate shot, scramble, best ball. I get word that the North Kent Golf Club and the Alpine Golf Club now Superfly are purchasing a trophy where the winning team will be engraved and it will stay and rotate 
between the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford and the Alpine Golf Club on the northwest side of GR. Nick Lipinski and the family, Eric Schwab is GM. Nick also owns the Arrowhead Golf Club in Cairo. For those of you listening on 100.9 FM or Sports Extra 1330 in the thumb. So if you want to get your two-person team in, we have 18 foursomes. So 36 MSU, 36 Michigan or Michigan golfers at North Kent on an 8 a.m. shotgun on Monday. The 12 noon shotgun at Alpine also have 36 twosomes for Michigan State, 36 for Michigan. Lunch is included. Uh, we're going to draw if we don't max out at the 144 golfers, but we're pretty close. Just go to at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show. On Facebook, you'll see the pinned post and the pinned tweet. You have to be 21 and up. You just have to buy your own beverages. Lunch, like I said, is included. Some great prizes for the Grand Rapids Gold and also the Grand Rapids Griffins. It's going to be a pretty cool day. Weather says 56 and sunny. So is it kind of similar to what we have today? Maybe even a little bit warmer. So be a part of the huge rivalry cup. And thanks to Nick and Eric getting a trophy. It's going to rotate between golf courses every year, that's fantastic. It is. So two-person teams. It's really a cool golf event because how many times you get to play in an alternate shot? So go to the pin tweet, at Huge Show or The Huge Show on Facebook, and we'll finalize all the teams by tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. The Michigan insider standing by after his private jet took him to and from uh, the Michigan game in Minneapolis. How you doing, Chris? Doing great, Bill. Thanks, brother. Hey, you know what? I did see CBSSports.com move Michigan in front of Georgia in their uh, 133 uh, poll that they rank all the D1 schools every week, and they move Michigan in front. And I'm going to tell you why. If you look at man, I know Georgia hammered uh, Kentucky, who I thought was overranked at home, but... What Michigan has done on the road, and please, I don't need people to tell me, hey, it's Nebraska, it's Minnesota. How they've looked on the road in two of the tougher places to play and the domination tells me uh, they're in that group to win it all. Yeah, I'm there with you, Bill. I'll be honest with you. And uh, when P.J. Fleck, uh, here's a guy that, uh, you know, he's complimentary, but he's not over-complimentary when he says this is the – the best team that he has faced and seen in his 11 years as a head coach, then I think you, you listen and you look and, and look for the weaknesses on this team, and there really aren't any. And it's funny, they're not running the ball like they have the last couple of years. And what Jim Harbaugh said about that, he said, you know, we shouldn't be expected to do that every year. That's kind of an anomaly when you can, when you're ripping off 50, 60 yard touchdown runs all the time. He said, that's, that's unbelievable. And it's not going to, you're not going to sustain that. And teams are going to play to take that away. And it's how you adjust. And what we're seeing now, is more play action with J.J. McCarthy. We're seeing more passes on first and second down when teams do sell out to stop the run. You're seeing elite tight end play from Colston Loveland. You're seeing the receivers step up. Roman Wilson is a legit number one guy now. He's not the biggest guy, but you can see with his speed what he's capable of doing. And then that defense is just absolutely smothering with Mason Graham back in there with one hand. Literally one of the best Michigan defensive tackles I have ever seen and he's only halfway through his sophomore year. I don't think that's hyperbole, and I think a lot of people who have played football at Michigan, and I know, would agree with me. This kid's a monster. So they play so well together, though, Bill, and that's the thing. A lot of teams have athletes 
and on a lot of athletes, but the way that they are smothering teams with their defense and playing such good team defense and offense, uh, there is really a lot to like about this Michigan team going forward and potentially competing for a national championship. Yeah, what I've said all along uh, this year watching them, and again, not judging the first basically college preseason games, the first three games, that their speed to the ball, and I'm talking passes, uh, guys turning the corner, Speed to the ball is the, is the best I've seen. It, it really is. It's the best I've seen. Yep. Yeah, and they're relentless. And they've got guys, you know, you take out a guy like Rod Moore, who's basically a shell of himself this year because he's been trying to play through injury. And you throw a sophomore in there and Keon Sab, who makes an incredible catch on an interception. When you have safeties that can catch the ball like that for a pick six, uh, you know you're doing something right and, and recruiting the right guys. And he's been in great position. You got a, a quarterback back there in, in Mike Sainer still directing traffic. That's just a perfect mix where, uh, you know, if a guy is slow to the ball or isn't reacting like they, they think he should be, they call him out and say, that's not what we're doing here at Michigan. But you're not seeing that. You're seeing all guys hustling to the ball. You know, three or four or five years ago, you had guys that, you know, you could see taking plays off and uh, even in the big games and you're thinking, you know, that's just not Michigan football. And that's probably why they're not getting over the hump. But there are so many guys here. Jalen Harrell, Braden McGregor, I don't think showed up on the stat sheet except for knocking a few passes down. Well, he knocked down three that might have been completed passes. Uh, Mike Elston's done such a great job with that defensive line and getting those guys to throw their hands up that everybody's con- contributing in some way. So now the offensive line's starting to get it together with Ladarius Henderson at left tackle. Had a much better game in pass protection. And uh, yeah, I'll say this, Minnesota's offensive line, they opened some holes early, but Michigan adjusted and and made some great adjustments at halftime. I don't think a team still has scored in the third quarter on them. So you add that all up, Bill, and you've got a team that's going to be really formidable. And you're looking at the schedule and you're saying, okay, yeah, you know, you could lose any game. They're not going to lose Indiana. I'm hearing that, you know, it could be a pro Michigan house at Spartan Stadium for that night game a week from Saturday in East Lansing. My Lord. Yeah, there are a lot of tickets available. And I know on our message boards and around the internet, Michigan fans are banding together to, to buy up as many as they can. And I think if Michigan State loses at Rutgers, uh, maybe the floodgates open there. And we saw a huge contingent a few years ago in that 3-9 and nine Michigan State season where you couldn't tell when somebody scored a touchdown if you were outside the stadium, whether it was Michigan or Michigan State. So I think that's the goal for a lot of these Michigan fans to take that over. But the way they're playing on the road, that's the thing. Uh, these guys really take it personally when they go on the road, and you can tell how much they, they really soak it in and they want to take over stadiums, and, and they've done that. It's just been... It's been fascinating to watch. They've almost played better on the road than they have at home. So, um, And, yeah, the schedule has been a disappointment. They're clearly making up for that next year, as we talked about last week when we broke the news uh, about who they were playing. So uh, we're not going to complain too much about that. But it's almost boring, you know, and this team really in the, in the early – and the early going bill was kind of going through the motions and they looked almost bored. Nebraska got their attention, I think, when a lot of people were talking about Nebraska's top run defense and how they would fare against it and really kind of got them motivated and juiced up. I think you're going to see their best from here on out. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us. Uh, flashback to we gave you credit and talked to Clayton, I think, from your crew, you were busy or something. On the day that the story broke about Harbaugh's new deal sooner than later, and I, I just yeah. love Harbaugh. The tradition he's done to throw the postgame interview off to players. Uh, he's posing 
doing selfies with the team. Uh, the dude just does it differently. Uh, I'm hoping that you know, Ward Manuel, Major Boosters, President Ono, someone steps up before they lose him to the Chargers. Yeah, and what we reported on Friday was, I think, what John Bacon tweeted today, that they, they expect to get a deal done in a month to make him the highest-paid coach in the Big Ten. And I know some in the administration uh, really brought that up and uh, to President Santa Ono and said, look, man, there's no reason to wait here. Uh, this is our guy. Let's make him feel wanted and, and loved. I know that Ward Manuel, the athletic director, is on board with it now, too. And, and you know, he generally doesn't do contracts during the year, I think, is how it's been posed. But it's you know what there's just no reason to wait and I, I think I, I strongly believe I know that Jim loves coaching at Michigan I love, know that he loves being next to his parents uh, I would say this you know what if you if he were to say if he were to win a national championship here and then he were to say okay I want to go and try to win a Super Bowl now no Michigan fan should be upset with him this guy has gotten this program to the point where I'd say maybe a half step behind Georgia here you got to really win it all to legitimize yourself in that category but uh, then you should just wish him luck. But I think he wants to be here, and if you can get 10 more years out of Jim Harbaugh, the way this thing is humming right now, this is a well-oiled machine. This is as good as it's been probably since the 70s in terms of dominating teams you're supposed to dominate. What are they, like 23-1 and one in their last 24 Big Ten games? So you need to do everything in your power. And I wrote a column on this and went on a podcast and talked with my, my partner Doug Skeen about this. To get this guy to a deal and, and make him feel appreciated, sounds like the wheels are in motion there now, Bill, and that's going to get done. It's a no-brainer, man, really. And Harbaugh yep. seems comfortable, relaxed. I'm looking at the assistants, you know, watching that game. I just marvel that what changed this was the right assistants in the right spot, and the culture can be overlooked. And I think you brought it up last week that in Nebraska, how these guys love each other. Karsh also on the show, the voice of Michigan football, being around them, that they enjoy uh, the road trips and together. And, man, you know, for as much as people say culture doesn't matter, it sure has the last three years with this rise to greatness with hardball and Michigan football. Yeah, four or five years ago, you had guys that were talking about sitting out seasons. In 2020, you had a bunch of guys sitting out the season, you know, saying, well, I'm going to protect myself, and uh, you don't win with guys like that. There was a guy, there was a five-star player on a bus who said, who you know, was talking to his mom, and his mom's like, remember, your first goal is to not get hurt out there. And I'm thinking, man, you don't win with guys like that. I don't care how highly rated you were or how elite you were in, in high school and what you bring to the table. Your first objective is to go out and win from Michigan and play your ass off, and and uh, and so now you've got a group of guys like that that are all pushing each other. And I credit guys like Ronnie Bell. I credit guys like Mike Hart coming in, and, uh, and when he made some hires, Ron Bellamy, guys that have played at Michigan. But then Ronnie Bell was one of those guys that said, "Hey, man, if you don't want to be here, we don't want you here. If you're even thinking about it, then you need to go." And and we saw some guys transfer out, and and that class and that group in 2021 really helped change the culture. And Cade McNamara was among them. I know people don't want to hear. It, but the guy, uh, for everything he's done since he left Michigan, you know what, uh, was really a big part of helping turn this thing around, too. But it was those guys who really got it done. And now you're seeing that culture there. And I think Jim Harbaugh has gotten back to being a college coach again. And, uh, you know, he was a pro coach for a while. And I think he ran things the NFL way when he got here. And you could kind of tell it by some of the assistants he brought with him from the NFL. But now he's kind of back into that college mode that made him the elite coach that he was at Stanford. And uh, that version of Jim Harbaugh is really, really hard to beat. 
Chris, always appreciate the updates on Michigan football. We'll talk later in the week and get your prediction on the Hoosiers that not just a basketball school at the big house. Yeah, they are. And uh, we'll probably see that. But thanks, Bill. Love Way you, to brother. rip the Hoosiers. Yeah, the movie just killed everybody's like uh, higher than life <laughs> look at that movie. I love the movie as long as they stick to hoops, Bill. This is not a football school. Never will be, probably. But uh, oh you know gosh. what? Tom Allen had him playing at a high level there for a while, but uh, it's over. Superfly was right. Ballas has changed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling it like it is, man. You know me. I know you, buddy. That's why I love you. We'll talk to you, Chris. Thanks, man. Take yeah, care. Yeah, I, I had to bring up that he broke the story because he called Brett and said, Hey, how come you put safety on when I broke the story? Well, we tried you. You were busy. You're coming off of COVID or like lockjaw, whatever you had. Take care of him. He's a good man. Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com. To the callers online, Michigan, we'll hear you next. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. Maybe some mischief. Oh the boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lagerbeer, St. Louis, Missouri. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. 
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Remember, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, hour, or full show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show. You can catch up and listen on your schedule. Also, across the state, wherever you live, wherever you're traveling, vacationing, 19 stations strong for the radio station close to you, or you can listen weekdays at 3. Just go to thehugeshow.net. There, the live stream is free, weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, just search The Huge Show to listen anywhere in the world. Big. Bad. Huge. 